0: okay buddy uh i was just trying to cheer us up so go ahead put on some old sad bastard music see if i care i don't want to hear old sad bastard music barry i just want something i can ignore Okay, what's going on? It's your host, Timothy. Ska is not dead in the Quad Cities Yates here to talk to you today about some sad bastard music. We're going to talk about sad bastard music in two ways. Number one, I'm going to talk about comfort songs today. Those albums you turn to time and time again because either they make you feel better or they make you sadder but for whatever reason you just like to live with them and stew with them and and exist with these albums so we're going to talk a little bit about that I also am going to highlight on the new disco feature for the you know for the show the new disco thing that I do where I I talk about new stuff I'm actually going to talk about the breakfast menus new record which is actually called sad bastard music so everything's coming up millhouse today i'm tying everything together happy speaking of nothing february to you what's up it's been a while i'm coming to you live now for the first time from my apartment i got an apartment i moved out of my parents house that's been really the whole hang up here is uh is getting an apartment and moving out and all that stuff has been weighing down on on a, on a new episode, and also um, I had to kind of so I turned my back my other it's a two bedroom place and I I mean I'm one guy so I turned the other bedroom into a studio quote unquote so the other room I I went to record some stuff in here earlier like last last week sometime. And everything just came out way too loud and echoey. And I was like, I gotta change that. So what I did was I hung some blankets up in here, and it's it's helping quite a bit. And there might be some more stuff I do just ta- kind of to dampen that sound down a little bit. Because I got neighbors, and I don't want to be a rude boy. Speaking of rude boy, Ska came back to the Quad Cities last night. Must build Jacuzzi, Land Before Tim, Mystic Cats, and the Toasters... All played at the Beer Stube, and I was, I was uh, lucky enough that Plunkett was on the bill as well. So we got to play right in the middle of that amazing ska set, and it was an awesome show. And 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 ska, man, it's back in the Quad Cities. Everybody, go get your pork pie hats and, and let's let's skank. Come on, it's so happy. I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking about sad music today. Hmm. Ska's back. How can you be sad when Ska's back? So, you know what? Today, I think, to counteract everything I've just said, I'm going to do a top five Ska bands. right. so if you guys remember... Back when speaking of nothing started Back when it was just the internet And myself Before I was even on on the air I used to do this segment Called the Rad List And I would play this song called She's Rad By the local Quad City Ska Legends Fairhaven And I would also play the Super Rad By the Aquabats So I'm going to play Super Rad by the Aquabats Underneath Of this entire tape Take five here. We're take it's super red. All right, so at number five, The Aquabats. At number four, <sighs> are there other bands besides The Aquabats? Yeah. Number four, let's go Real Big Fish, and I'll tell you my favorite song by Real Fish is She's Got a Girlfriend Now. Uh, sure. Number two, my second favorite ska band, I got to go with the Quad City Legends uh, Fairhaven. At number two, I'm going to go with the other favorite ska cities band, The Sweets, R.I.P. The Sweets. And at number one, my favorite ska band, just because... Their performance last night brought the house down. Must Build Jacuzzi. Awesome. Played with Must Build Jacuzzi last night, and it was the first time we played a show with them in seven years, but we had played a show with them seven years ago. and It was just so cool because, man, like I've been to a lot of shows at the beer stube, and it's been a long time since I was at a show at the beer stube where I was afraid the floor was going to cave in. Is awesome. Must build jacuzzi. That's a rad band. Cool. That's my list. Well, that was super enthusiastic and then got super depressing, right? (laughs) Welcome to Speaking of Nothing. Today I'm talking about an album called Sad Bastard Music by a a new project put out by a good friend called The Breakfast Menu. That's the name of the project, and that's what you'll find it under on Bandcamp or Spotify. So what is The Breakfast Menu? Well, it's self-described as premium... Vapor Folk. I don't know what that is, but I guess it's this album. All right, so I I wanted to talk about this record because not only do is it you know a, a friend made this album and I I want to kind of like I want to put it put it out there that that I listened to it and thought it was good, but also because it filled me with such existential dread existential dread that I have not felt in quite some time, and a little bit of existential dread that I believe I need, and I think we all need a little bit of, of, of dread in our lives. I mean, like, come on, check yourself before you wreck yourself with your overhappy, happy contempted attitude. Come on. Everybody gets sad. Why not celebrate it? But I'll save much of the preaching for my main segment of the show. Today I just want to talk about this music... I had a pretty good day yesterday, and I'm I'm sitting there, and I'm putting my records in my sleeves, and I thought, well, i pop this on, and I was like, oh, well, okay, all right. So this record, the, the music on here is very somber, uh, very odd, uh, gives you a, very wide and breathy. Which, which is nice. I like that. There's a little bit of room to breathe, because the lyrical content is very, very heavy, um, very much, very much dark. I I feel if you um, are a person of, of faith or a religious background, some of this stuff might, like, actually easily offend you. Now, I, I am religious. I am a Lutheran, but I, you know... Good music is good music, and in everybody's everything, anybody says is important, and I, I choose to listen to it, regardless of what what they're actually uh, what they're saying. You know, someone could come up to me and be like, "Your religion sucks," and I'd be like, "That's okay. You can think that. I that's fine. <laughs> I don't think it sucks, but whatever, man. That's cool. You live your life." <laughs> yeah. So if if you're the kind of person who's gonna hear the first. Word spoken on this album is "God is dead." There is no God. You're gonna be like, eh, maybe I shouldn't listen to this. It didn't bug me, so I kept listening, and I'm glad I did. I'm gonna play a- another little bit of a track from uh, from this. That's Polybius. Actually, if you have ever listened to Stereo Circus, you probably know that song. But what I like about this version as opposed to the original version, and, and I'll I'll be frank, I prefer the original version. If you have heard it, if you haven't. If you have heard it, then this is for you. If you haven't heard it, I'm sorry. Well, you're not really going to know what I'm talking about. This version is a lot sadder. <laughs> it's, it's a lot, uh, a lot. There's more on it. It feels like there's more weight on it. This, this whole record, I feel like, is if you took all of the, the great poppy synth stuff of, like, the 80s and you just turn the knob until it broke. And then you couldn't slow down those synth settings, and they were just loud and scary. And it's, yeah, you know, this whole record is loud and scary. So, yeah, Sad Bastard Music by The Breakfast Menu. Go check it out. It's on Bandcamp. You should buy it. It's on Spotify, too. You can listen to it there. Check it out. If it sounds like it could be your thing, make it your thing. That's my new disco for today. Well, obviously that record is the catalyst to what i'm talking about today and and you heard at the very very beginning of the episode that clip from high fidelity where jack black comes in and they're listening to that song by Bell and sebastian right there seymour stein off the boy with the arab strap which is whew, that's a great record that's a fantastic record go listen to it right now. If if you're one of those people who lets, you know, those those particular indie movies control what you listen to, it's in high fidelity and it's mentioned in 500 Days of Summer. What more do you need? Go pick up the record. Go get it. I got c- come and see me at Co-op Tape and Records. I got a CD copy I've been listening to for months. I'll sell it to you. Come on in. Come on and celebrate the sad bastard music. Yeah. So wh- what is what is it about? You know, what is it about melancholy songs that we that we gravitate to? Why wouldn't we just listen to ska all the time and be happy? Why is it that when we're sad, we seek comfort in other sadness? I'm not sure, but I'd like to kind of. Deliberate on it for a little bit. If that is the right term. I think... That when you're sad... The last thing you want... Is to... Be... Subjected to... A complete emotional 360. Because I think when you're sad... And when happy music... Kicks in like in high fidelity when they're standing there listening to that record and and Jack Black bursts through the door and puts on walking on sunshine your your sadness doesn't turn into happiness it usually just turns into anger you're just listening to this this happy music and and you're just like ah you get you get upset with it because you want to be sad there's a something nice about being sad there's something comforting about crying and about being in your own little blanket fort and 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 hollowing up inside and and I I love sad music because I think that uh, sadness is is a very easy thing to relate to. I think we've all been sad, so I think as a musician, it's it's very relevant to play something and and make it a minor key and. And, and make you feel something. And, and at the end of the day, what I really love about music is that it makes me feel something. I love when a song gives me chills. And I, I love when when an artist ropes me into their story and, and makes me a part of their life for something. And, and someone I don't even know. And I'm listening to a song about, like like maybe, think about the song Brick by by Ben Folds 5. You know the song Brick, right? I'll play two seconds of Brick. So the chorus of Brick, which the hook of the song, the she's a brick and I'm drowning slowly part, is not what makes Brick a perfect song. What makes Brick a perfect song is the vividness and imagery of the story that is being told within the song. And it's a very sad song. The song is about about these two kids in high school who... who had to get an abortion and it's told from from you know the Ben's perspective and 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 it's about how that decision you know affected their lives at that time and it's such a vivid picture when I hear the song brick there are locations and and feelings that are brought up that have been with me since the first time I heard that song. First line of the song, smell of cold, car seat is freezing. That that imagery is just right there on, on the tip of your tongue. And it, it immediately sets the scene. It's so depressing. And even if you haven't been in that situation, you can get an accurate depiction of what it must have been like based on the music. And why would I choose to listen to the song? I mean, this isn't a situation that I've been in before. Maybe it is just to relate or wonder what that would be like, but but more so it's just because it's a story and and, and the story makes me feel something. And a, and a little bit of a side note, whatever and ever I'm in is not, I would not call that, a sad bastard album. I, I would say that Ben Fold definitely has some sad bastard songs, Bastard on Songs for Silverman being one of them. But I would say that, I would say that that album, it's so happy at times and so angry at times, but so sad when it needs to be. And, and that is, I think, truly what makes Whatever and Ever Amen. A perfect 10 record or if we're doing the Dilworth 19 a perfect 19 it's I, I believe that that record is is perfect and now I'm gonna go on a tangent about that and that's not what I want to talk to you about today emo music is like this too I feel emo music always has that tinge of of sadness whether that's 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 anger or or rage or, or sadness it's 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 emotive music it's, it's music that's designed to make you feel emotions which is why I, I really gravitate towards sad music. I think more so for the vivid imagery of it. I, I think of of like you know, just "Never Meant" by American Football. And every time I hear "Never Meant," I just immediately I it's fall, and I know where I am, and I know what's going on. So, and it, it's it's a familiarity. It's like when you're sad and you you curl up in your bed with your blankets. And it feels feels good to, to cry and let it all out. You know, sad music, like emo music, it feels good to be comforted in your own wallowing in self-pity, as selfish as that sounds. I feel like it's good to be sad sometimes. And it's good to be happy, too, and it's good to listen to happy music. But sometimes you just... You, w- you want to make it a little worse before it gets better, I feel. It's so lonely in this place So cold that Slow Dive, and I, I feel like Slow Dive and some of those other shoegaze bands, they kind of get lumped into that sad bastard music, too. It's almost like the more layers you put on something, the sadder it gets. The sludgier it makes it, and the more you gotta wallow through it. And I like that. I like that in my music. I like deep, complex things that I have to think about. <sighs> Which brings me to What John Cusack says at the very beginning of this episode. I don't want to hear sad bastard music, Barry. I just want something I can ignore. Now, I've never listened to Belle and Sebastian's The Boy With The Arab Stripe and just ignored it. I've never done that. Every time I listen to an album, I feel like I listen to it intently and with a purpose. So, I I don't know about putting on music that I can just ignore. I guess I do. Like, if I'm hosting a party or something, I want to play something that's lively, but I don't want it to be something that distracts conversation. That's a bold-faced lie, man. If I'm playing the B-52s, I want everybody in the room to talk about the B-52s. I I feel like I just can't relate to that second part of the quote. I've never listened to music and just ignore it. But I understand how somber and sad music can be something that you can just... Glaze over in the background and let that be a soundtrack. I guess if you wanted to be a robot, this would be the perfect kind of music for you. I'm a robot. robot. Thanks, Weezer. That was great. Alright, well, I think I'm gonna call it there, folks. That's gonna do it for my discussion on sad bastard music. Remember the days when I had a conscience Yeah So thanks for tuning in to Speaking of Nothing. I hope you had a good time being sad with me. Hopefully I'm going to get into the habit of doing these shows a lot more regularly now that I have a little studio space and I can record whenever I really want to. I'd like to get back to doing these on a weekly basis. So here's to hoping that you hear from me soon and life falls into place. Cool. All right. Until next time, follow me on Twitter at Speaking of Nothing. Following me on Instagram at Speaking of Nothing. Like that Facebook page. It's at Speaking of Nothing. Make sure you hit the bell notification to make sure that you get stuff. I don't have a YouTube page, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, until next time, good night. Drive home safely. Hey, oh, no,